Welcome to the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keelan's Director of Wagering Development. Jim, this is the last chance we can help people build up a little extra Christmas money for this uh, Saturday pick four at Gulfstream. So let's jump in with a grade three Mr. Prospector at seven furlongs, which is their 10th race. Uh, a couple of stakes races there in the pick four, but we'll take a look at the graded one first. Who do you like? As we go through these races, uh, you're going to find a common thread in my picks. Most of the horses that I pick to win or to have at least have a chance in the pick four uh, had their last races at Keeneland, and that's no exception here in these three. These three horses that I like all exit races at Keeneland. Uh, it's a really nice, uh, for a grade three, it's, it's a nice race. Uh, Sleepy Eyes Todd, Forense Fire, Diamond Oops, all horses that have raced in grade ones uh, and two of them exiting the Breeders' Cup Sprint. And then you got some other, you got a local horse, Cool Arrow, that's four for seven at Gulfstream that uh, merits some attention here too. But I stuck with a three in the middle, uh, Diamond Oops, the seven, Sleepy Eyes Todd, the eight, and Forense Fire, the nine. Forense Fire is probably my top pick based on his uh, win in the Vosburg at Belmont and then follow that up with a, a a good effort in the Breeders' Cup Sprint. Just uh, Whitmore got a perfect trip on the inside and he beat Forense Fire by three and a half. And Forense Fire was uh, was wide and, and way back and in, in, he was in 11th place out of 14 to, to the half mile pole. Closed well and I think that sets him up well here. Uh, classy horse always shows up with a good effort. So uh, Forense Fire is my pick but I'm also going to use Sleepy Eyes Todd with the hope that uh, he could get an easy lead here and could carry these horses a long way. There is some substantial speed, but I think Sleepy Eyes Todd might be the best speed. And then I'm also going to use Diamond Oops, just basically. Uh, I kind of liked his chances in Breeders' Cup Sprint. He ran okay. He finished sixth, got beat four and a half, and linked behind uh, Forenze Fire, but never really threatened um, Whitmore or CZ Rocket. So uh, he needs to take a step up from that, but. He ran a 105 buyer in this race last year uh, at seven furlongs, and it's his only seven furlong race, and he, it's his best race on his uh, on his card. So Diamond Oops has got a big shot in here. So I'm going to stick with those three. Uh, Kulera is the other horse, four for seven at Gulfstream, that you've got to take a look at. But I think th- those three will get me through the third leg of the big four. I ended up taking a little bit of a reach here, perhaps, going with the four high cal. I like the move into the Pletcher barn, and the workout pattern uh, over at Palm Beach Downs for this horse. Uh, I think uh, looking at that workout pattern that he's going to be ready to fire off the bench. And I think he's well-drawn, and I think with Luis Saez, who's riding really well, he'll put him right in the race early if he's not uh, – I don't think he certainly has to be on the lead. In fact, most of his best races are not. But you know, he ran well in the Gotham last year against uh, some good horses, so – I think he's light on speed figures, but if he is ready to fire and improved off the bench, first-time Pletcher, I think he could maybe surprise him here. Otherwise, uh, I would have take, taken the ones that you mentioned probably in the same order. I had, had them listed 987 for Renze Fire, Sleepy Eyes Todd, and Diamond Oops. I think any of those three could win. I'll go uh, a little deeper when we get here to the pick four. And I'm going to throw in Majestic Dunhill, too. I think on his best day, uh, seven furlongs is maybe his best distance. And just on that angle, I'm going to throw him in to the mix as well uh, when we um, get to talking about the late pick four, which starts in the eighth race, an allowance optional claimer, non-winners of two lifetime 
on the turf at a mile and a 16th. And I ended up going to Gray's Creek in here. Been off since the summer at Keeneland, but was really impressive when he won at Keeneland off a win previously at Churchill. And it's Chad Brown, so he can certainly be ready off the layoff. Uh, so I, I took that one, uh, even though you know he's moving up in class off a layoff. Uh, it's, a, it's a little bit of an ask, but uh, if it, uh, it was not Chad Brown, I might not do it. But I'm going to go Gray's Creek in here. Uh, I thought Grand Journey was worth a look on six wins at Gulfstream Park and making his third start for the Maker Barn. So uh, Maker can certainly improve him on the turf. If you want to go deeper, succeed and surpass uh, for Graham Motion, the 12, and then inventing blame for Roger Atfield, the 9, I thought were interesting. I'm probably going to keep it uh, tighter when we get to the pick four just for budgetary reasons. But Grace Creek for me in the 8th. How about you? I like Grace Creek as well. Uh, one of the stats that Chad Brown jumps out at you is uh, off of more than a 61-day layoff, he is 26%, which means he's 2% better than every other race because he's 24% trainer anyway. So he gets them ready. He puts them in the right spots. I think Grace Creek runs big here. Um, I like a couple of other horses that you mentioned. Grand Journey has a big shot for Maker just because he loves uh, Gulfstream and succeeding surpass. I never leave out Grand Motion. I read Ortiz. Uh, might be the favorite here, but uh, don't like the 12-hole here. Uh, doesn't hurt him too bad in the mile 16, but um, uh, I like the inside better. Uh, another horse that I took a look at here, uh, and I, and I, after I put him in there, I thought, eh, I'm not sure, but his, his speed numbers at Gulfstream look really good. And that's Sand Dancer, the two for Joe Bravo. But I want to look over here at his, at his uh, lifetime performances. He's 0 for 9 at Gulfstream, but he's 3 seconds and a third so i think he fits here uh got a tightener at monmouth might jump up at a price here so i'm going to include him as well also going to include kingmeister uh with louis saez riding for Shug mcgahee this horse hadn't been out since september but should get some ready off the layoff too he's 21 percent trainer off the layoff so um i think it's a spread race for sure i don't think Grace Creek is a lot by any means and so i'm going to go deep we'll get the big four Let's go to the ninth race. Phillies and Mayors three and up going a mile and three sixteenths on the turf in the Via Borghese Stakes. How do you see that one? Yeah, this one, uh, I, I didn't have a strong feel. I, I narrowed it down to, to four horses. Um, Chad Brown uh, uh, coming off a race at Keeneland for, for Always Shopping and Great Island, the eight and the nine. Both have big shots in here. Uh, the Dowager run for Always Shopping was good. Only got beat ahead in a grade three, and this is a step down in class from that race. Uh, Great Island is a lightly race, only has three lifetime starts, but uh, won an allowance race at Keeneland that should set her up for this race. Don't know if she'll want to stretch out to mile three sixteenths or not. Some of the other horses have gone further. Uh, Traipsing for Clement, Christophe Clement is another logical horse coming off a grade three. Second place finish at Aqueduct. And court return for Louis Saez. I keep going back to keeping Louis Saez in the mix because he's riding so well right now. Uh, Josie Carroll uh, has this one. And coming out of the E.P. Taylor last year at Woodbine, uh, finished second by neck in a grade one. So court return here is six to one in the line. I'm not sure you're going to get that because that horse got really good at Woodbine last year. Uh, almost won E.P. Taylor at 41 to one. So court return has got to be included here when you look at that. So I'm going to go four D's when we get to pick four. Yeah, I ended up going to court return uh, off that E.P. Taylor run and uh, Saez taking them out. Uh, but I will go deep into pick four. Uh, traipsing next, 
I like that 92 buyer off the break for Clement. Uh, Cambaliza for Delacour, if that's how you pronounce that. Uh, last race was a clunker, but the previous one uh, would match up well here. And then I've got Great Island and Always Shopping. So I'm going five deep when we get to the pick four. But I'm going to try to get the uh, win for court return in the Via Borghese. We've talked about the Mr. Prospector. So the last leg of the pick four is a two-year-old maidens going a mile on the turf course. So give me your pick four ticket finishing up with that uh, two-year-old maiden race in the 11th. Okay, I've got an expensive ticket today. I spent 90 bucks, but if you want to cut it back, uh, you can single Frenze Fire and the, and the Mr. Prospector. That wouldn't be a bad play uh, to knock it down to a $30 ticket. But uh, first leg is one two four seven twelve. Graves Creek, Graves Creek for Chad Brown is my top pick there. Second leg um, in the stakes race of Villa Borghese, I went two three eight nine with the two Chad Brown horses. Pretty much a coin flip on the outside as my top picks. And then Mr. Prospector, I used the three we talked about, uh, the seven, eight, and nine uh, in the order of Forense Fire, um, Diamond Oops, and uh, Sleepy Eyes Todd. Eleventh race didn't have a lot of money left. Uh, I'm going to use Todd Fletcher's first timer ultimate gift, the five horse. It's a three hundred fifty thousand dollar purchase at a Pioneer of the Nile. Uh, been working steady for Todd, just like he always works them. So this horse obviously is bred for the um, for the mile turf and uh, should should fire first asking. Then the um, also use the nine public information for Chad Brown, second time starter. Ran at Keeneland and uh, disappointed. Got beat by ten and a quarter lengths and a made special weight uh, on the. Let me let me thank the three thousand whoever and the, the cardboard cutouts and everyone were great. They gave us a lift. So I'm going to go three deep there. The obvious horses, uh, five, nine, and eleven. So my pick four ticket is ninety bucks. It's one two four seven twelve with two three eight nine with seven eight nine with five nine eleven. I am going 1-7 in the first leg. It's Gray's Creek and Grand Journey. Then five deep in the Via Borghese, 2-3-6-8-9. Five deep in the Mr. Prospector, 4-5-7-8-9, with High Cal being a bit of an upset pick there. And then when we get to the last leg, I'm just going to use two. Uh, Munquad, I uh, actually bet at Keeneland. He ran okay last time, but he's by Warfront and could certainly move up on the grass. Not wild about the 11 post country. Uh, it, uh, it is Pletcher, and um, it took, the horse took some money, a good bit of money in those clubs. Uh, so I'm going to go with that one. Um, it was kind of between that one and public information for me, who I think will improve a lot on the turf for Chad Brown. Uh, maybe they just wanted to, to get a race in him, and um, now he's ready to go. So I'm going to stop it there, 9 and 11 in the last leg, for a $50 ticket. Ultimate gift would be the next one I would use. I uh, left him out just because he is a first-time starter. But if you uh, are inclined to go up to $75, you could throw him in as well. And then if you want to go even deeper, it's time. Don't, and to the guy's credit, they have all bought in. Let's play. But for my pick four ticket, I'm just going to take the uh, 11 on top and use 9 and 11 in the late pick four. It's an interesting card. Is uh, as Jim and I are going different directions with the way we're structuring our ticket, so it kind of gives you an idea of uh, the challenge that you face on Saturday. But it's a chance to build the bankroll, uh, get a little extra Christmas money, and then a uh, really nice card day after Christmas always at Santa Anita, so you can get ready for that. Best of luck wherever you're playing on Saturday for the In the Money podcast from KeelanSelect.com.